This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Hey everyone, it's me, Valerie. I am doing this blog post today to kind of inspire you and brighten up your bed. And the post is called The Easiest Spring Pillowcases, and there will also be a giveaway. Today's show is all about creating, freshening up for spring with a finished quilt top and matching pillowcases. This pattern I'm going to share with you today will be available on my blog, and we're going to go over some of the details here. So if you're not a sewer or a quilter, don't fret. Just pass this episode on to those people, and they will be forever indebted with this valuable information. I'm just joking. Just showing a little spring in my step today for you to share with your friend or family member that's a crafty sewer. And yours truly, me, will give away a set or two to whoever tells me their favorite spring story. It could be about Easter, gardening, spring cleaning, traveling. You tell me and I'll make you a set of these pillowcases in your favorite colors and in the size of your favorite pillows. Sound good? Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This show is about eating, reading, and creating. How these three things influence us every day. And the people that make this happen, isn't it you or me or our friends? So years ago, I made this quilt called Truly Scrumptious, and it's by a designer called Cinderberry Stitches as part of a block of the month program when I ran my Pastimes Online quilt store. This quilt was made in 2010. So yes, many years ago, but when I made this quilt, I was hoping to be pregnant and was secretly or openly hoping for a girl. So I made this quilt and I did get pregnant and then promptly tucked the top away for another day when I could finish it. Well, 10 years later, and this quilt is now finished with matching pillowcases. So I quilted the top, which you can see on my blog. I did free motion machine quilting. And then you know what else I did? I changed the way I'm doing labels. I always hated that the labels were on the back of the quilt. So now I'm machine quilting the label on the front of the quilt. And I mean, it's subtle, but it's still there. So this one says, made for London, love mom. And then the date I put April, 2020. So uh, first I want you to dig out that old quilt top that you haven't finished. Then prepare to sit down and listen to a good book. I listened to an audible book by Joy Fielding called The Bad Daughter. And go through your stash of thread. Find your favorite thread colors and match bobbins and wind them up. And enjoy your time finishing this new quilt. Well, new because it's been stashed for so long. 
but old because you loved it at one time to do the top. Second, quilt until your heart's desire and then bind, bind, bind. One of my favorite parts, I love this finishing touch of binding. I find it so rewarding. Tucking in that final raw edge and completion of the border, smooth and crisp. When it comes to a label, I always groan, like I mentioned before. They're hidden on the back. They're tedious and time-consuming. Now, I have to write something up and add a separate piece of fabric to the back. Where to put it and make sure you don't stitch through the front. So, I'm done with that. If you check out my show notes, there's one I did years ago for my niece. This is the label I'm talking about. And I just love the way it turned out. If you can do free motion, you can do this label on the front of your quilt. Just find a good spot and measure out your words first. Then have fun. I pulled the bobbin thread to the front as you would normally do, but I leave it extra long, then tie it so it looks kind of scrappy on the corners. Make sure you date it and put your name, especially if you want to show off all of your hard work. So this one that I did for Faith was I labeled it the year and then I put her name on there, Faith Taylor Morgan, with little hearts and then I tied it off with free motion um, thread, the ends of the thread. Now for the good part, number three, the spring pillowcases. So London wanted to have pillowcases that matched and I don't, I don't normally make pillowcases. I don't know about you, but I just don't. But now that I've made these, they're super easy and really they turned out beautiful. These just turned out so cute and were actually just so practical and easy. I haven't made pillowcases before, except some small ones with like one fabric, nothing like too detailed or anything really fun. So Lennon mentioned that since these were for her, that she would like the ties. And I have a set of sheets and you can see a link in my show notes that I did with ties on an original set of sheets. And then I just dressed them up with this striped green fabric and I tied the ends of the pillowcases. So there's like a cute knot there. So here's the pattern in a nutshell for these pillowcases. And again, this is all written out on my blog. So if you want to go and have a look, go and have a look. But basically, you're going to measure your current favorite pillowcase. Mine was 29 inches by 19. So that's the front side, one side. Then you pick out your fabric. So you could be, they could all be similar in value or they could be contrasting or whatever. I chose brights to match the top of this quilt. If you are a quilter and you have fat quarters kicking around, which measure 18 by 22, These are the perfect size for the width of your pillowcase, not the length, but the width. The 22 is basically the width you'll need, including a seam allowance. Yeah, they might be an inch or so larger, but who cares? It's perfect. So in my example, what I did was I chose, well, a variety of fabrics, but in teal, white, orange, pink, purple, And then I had like a matching polka dot at the end. So the cuff was the same. So sort of a set. And then uh, I just cut them in six inch widths. Same width as a ruler. 
So you want your front and back to be mirrored. So when you look at the side of your pillowcase, the stripe goes all the way basically around in the same position. You don't want it to be like alternating. Well, at least I didn't. I mean, you can make yours scrappy, but I think it's nicer if the stripe goes all the way around the pillowcase. Then you make two sections, your 29 by 18 in a variety of stripes. Then you need to make these little strips for the ties. And yes, you might go, oh, groan, groan, but the ties are so satisfying and they look so good. So I think you should take the time to do the ties. And they're easy to do. Again, all of this is on my blog. So what you want to do is you want to do your first, your front and back the same. And the very end, the closed end, I used only one piece. So then at the end of your pillowcase, you don't have a seam there. It's like a nice um, soft piece of fabric with no seam. Then you want to have your cuff or something matching between the two. So either the whole pillowcase can be matching or you can do like a his and hers and do one in light and one in dark or have a few of the same color. So they look like a set on your bed. Then what you want to do is make the ties. I also have this laid out on my blog, but they were super easy. And I just took a full length, like a full width of fabric in three inch strip. Then I folded it in half and then I folded that half into three just with an iron. And then I sewed the full length twice. So to catch it just off center on your strip. So your end strip is about an inch wide. Then what you'll do is you'll take that entire length and you'll just cut it into four. Now, I didn't finish the ends. I thought they were fine as they were. They're not going to fray or anything, but it's up to you. If you want to take that extra time and finish the very ends of each of the four sections, you could do that. But you would have to do all four strips separately and not as one long one and then cut it apart. So I don't know. I think that's too much work for a set of pillowcases. So now you have your front and back and on my layout on my blog post, you'll see how to like tuck in your ties before you do your cuff. So your cuff and your ties are essentially the last step. So you'll get those all connected to your strips and then what you'll do is you'll sew all the strips together so you have one long section. It's like 65 inches long for one pillowcase. And then what you're going to do is I press all the seams open and I used a little wider seam allowance, like a 3 8 inch, just so you have a little extra, extra meat in behind. And I pressed all the seams opened. And then what I did was I went around all three sides of the pillowcase, so not the front or the open end yet. So all three sides. And I just did a really long top stitch to hold all of those pressed seams open together, like just so you can do this next step. Because when you're running it through the sewing machine, because you press it open, and if you didn't back stitch on each end when you sold your strips together, which most of us don't do, then they'll be a little more vulnerable. So, what you want to do is You'll want to top stitch 
every single seam where you've connected it to the other color of strip. And it's about an eighth inch from the actual seam allowance or the middle of the seam. So I just used my open toe foot as my guide and I kept my needle position in the middle of the open toe foot. And then what I did was I just ran it along every single one. So I just went up one side, down the other, broke the thread, went to the next six inch strip, up one side, down the other until I did it all. And at the time, I just listed, was listening to an audiobook, so I just kind of got in the groove and sat and stitched it. It was, it was easy and perfect. It's pretty easy work. It's just, you know, a bit time-consuming. But what is it when you're making pillowcases? So once you do that, press and press and press. Make sure everything's nice and set. Then you'll connect the two sides, starting with the bottom. So that's the unopened side of your pillowcase. So once you connect the two sides together, like I said, I start at the bottom and then I sew to the opened end where you have your cuff. Make sure to pin all your seams so they're matching the front and back together. Make sure you have right sides together. And then once you have that, then I press really well. Then I turn everything so it's right side out. And when you're doing the corner, so the bottom of your pillowcase, the side that's closed, you want to take your seam allowance and just turn it basically into a triangle inside. And then you'll fold it. When you fold it over, you have nice, perfect corners. So you can kind of play with that a little bit. But basically, you're just going to fold the seam allowance over. And then um, your corners, once the pillowcase is facing the right way, they'll be nice and sharp. So then what I did was, which I thought just kind of made the pillowcase. So you have all your top stitching done. Now you're going to take your pillowcase and you have a right side facing out. You have your cuff on there. You have your ties, which are adorable. And then what you're going to do is you're going to press it really well. And you're going to do a top stitch down both sides of the pillowcase. So, and all this does is kind of pinch the end and it takes them from being like a regular pillowcase to really looking professional. It just gives it that finishing touch. I used a longer stitch length, like a three or three and a half for that. And um, you can use whatever color of thread if you wanted to be more decorative. I just used the same white thread I used throughout. And... Um, yeah, it just totally finishes it off. And then I did, I did two rounds of that same top stitching on the cuff of my pillowcase. So they really, really turned out nice. Um, and then that's it. If you visit the website, you'll see the pillowcases and what they look like. There's examples of them on London's bed. There's close-up of the ties. There's close-up of the top stitching. And yeah, they just turned out so pretty. So like I said at the beginning of the show, if you're interested or if you have a great Easter story, like we need a good Easter story during all this COVID stuff. So if you have a good Easter story, tell it to me. If you have a great spring story, you're planting, maybe you've dealt with squirrels before and you can give us some tips, share those with me. 
And also follow me on Instagram at Valerie J. Moss. Follow me on Facebook at Valerie Swain Moss. Or visit my website and there's links to everything. Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook are where I'm the most active. And let me know and I will make you, two of you, a set of two pillowcases in your size, in your color. So give me a few color ideas. I have a wealth of fabric here I can use and I won't be shopping or anything during COVID. So let me know. Free giveaway. Welcome to spring. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Follow me on Instagram and join my Facebook group, Valerie's Variety Pod. Instagram, I'm at Valerie J. Moss. You can follow me on my website at ValerieMoss.ca. Email or text me also to my email address, Valerie at ValerieMoss.ca and share your goals for 2020 with me. I also have new show music, which I love. It's called Girl, and it's by Text Me Records, Leviathan. Intro is recorded by London Moss, and the cover in production is by me, Valerie Moss. Thanks for listening. Eat, read.